Hello and welcome back to Nurse in Transition. I am your host, Kiana Brathley, and it's been a whirlwind. So um, last time I recorded a podcast, I was talking about guilt and that was loaded. Um, It's been a few weeks since my last recording and a lot of stuff has happened. So in one of the episodes, I talked about being in transition, right? Perpetual transition and how there's so much going on, a complete and total shift, I think, in my life. Um, so I hit 40 whoop, whoop, uh, on the 21st. That was an awesome, 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 awesome day because not only did I get to do what I wanted, which was relax and do absolutely nothing, um, and just kind of veg out and watch some things on Netflix. And I don't usually veg out on Netflix, actually. But I found a couple of shows that I was really interested in. One was a cartoon about um, Klaus. And I thought the storyline was interesting. I just wanted something, you know, cozy and kind of emotional. And um, then I got to step into something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Actually, I think about the last three to five years was to start telling my story, right? To speak from where I am and share my story and share my journey and, and let folks know crap happens and it's okay. And you're not the only one that happens to you. And you can kind of pick yourself up at some point and move forward. And the more you share, the more you connect with people, the more uplifted you are. Um, it was really painful many, many years ago when I used to keep things to myself. I used to wear a mask, like that commercial about depression with the mask. That was me. And now that I don't wear the mask, I feel freer than I ever have in my life. And despite, you know, what's going on and how things feel like they're crumbling, actually, it doesn't feel like they're crumbling. It actually feels like, um, like a skyscraper is being built. And I'm just kind of digging underneath the ground really, really deep to make this solid foundation for whatever's going to come from this part of my chapter, right? So as I stepped into my fourth decade, I'm really excited about that. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, 40. But for some odd reason, 40 just felt so energizing to me. And um, I really enjoyed that day and I've enjoyed the subsequent days after. And so I wanted to share how, um, you know, how I'm doing, what's going on. So we, the house is foreclosed on, right? Oh, that F word. And uh, sheriff sale was uh, the middle of this month, which is like six days before my birthday. Again, I think I mentioned this and I'm going to say it again. I think it's, you know, God saying, close that chapter, honey. (laughs) Just let it go, right? Um, And it was really weird because last night, we were in the house kind of grabbing some things to put in the storage and there was this echo in the house. And I remember walking into the house when we first purchased it and how empty it was and how it seemed to quickly fill with people and things and the space was taken up and it was warm and welcoming. And I, I didn't feel unwelcomed um, while I was standing there. I, my daughter was there with me. We were waiting for my husband and my son to come back because we couldn't fit in the car with the brooms and stuff. And um, I kind of just took a break. Like I I took a step back and was just being present, right? And the cobwebs and noticing um, the emptiness and the darkness and um, just really kind of sitting in that was 
something. I, I've, I've usually when dark things happen, um, I try to just push past them. Right. Um, so there was a, there's a saying that my family has, my mom, my brother and I, which is build a bridge and get over it. And we used to say that all the time. And what I recognize from building the bridge is you're just building this thing over what's going on and you're not paying attention to all the sloth and the everything that's like flowing underneath this bridge. You're not paying attention to it. So you don't really give yourself a chance to heal from it. Right. And um, so for pretty much, I'm not gonna say 40 years, but for at least 30 years of my life, I was building bridges and getting over it. And then my 30s hit in preparation for my 40s. And I started to unlearn and unpack building that bridge. And things just kept coming at me that forced me to have to look at and be present. Um, and I'm grateful for that at this point. I wasn't necessarily because it was really painful at first. and But to sit there, it gave me perspective. And I, it reminded me of a situation, uh, you know, I'm going to share this with you. But um, so when I was in high school, I was dating a guy and um, he broke up with me like right before I graduated. I say probably about two or three months beforehand. And I was devastated. Right. It's high school. I get it. But, you know, you still feel what you feel. And I remember going to him often and being like, dude, we were friends. Like, I don't understand why we can't even still talk. And he completely cut me off, ignored me as if we were never dating. And. My friends, you know, did what they did and tried to uplift me. And eventually I didn't necessarily get over him, but I moved like I made progress. Right. So it was like, OK, he's not talking to me anymore. We're not friends. Let me deal with this and then I'll, you know, go through progress. And um, so when I got to college, I was not dating him anymore. We weren't even talking and I was completely open like this whole space had been left open. And, you know, in walks my husband. Um, and you know, we, we related to each other in ways that I had never with any other person. Um, and I do remember thinking when I met him and we were talking, I was like, this is kind of a person I'd like to have around for a long period of time. So fast forward 22 years and I'm sitting in the house and I'm thinking, you know, the house is letting me go. Right. I, I didn't, even though we made some decisions to end up here initially, I didn't decide to let the house go. The house decided to let us go. And it, I flashed back to the situation with my you know, high school boyfriend or whatever. And was like, space is being made and it needs to be made. Um, and I don't know what's going to fill this space, but I'm open to and optimistic about what it is. Because when things, people, uh, situations have Either I've been forced to let them go or I've made a conscious decision intentionally to let them go. Better things have come to me. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my daughter and she's like playing on her phone. And we're both in the house <laughs> playing on the phone. And I'm thinking, yeah, we really need to communicate. But I was like, no, maybe she just needs her space. And I gave her her space. Um, grace and space is my thing. I'm always grace and space. We all need grace and space. Right. So we get in the car after my husband and my son return. They come in the house and you know, we're kind of, uh, he's like, my son's like echo, 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 which I thought was funny. Um, walk through just to, I was going specifically over for some papers that I wanted that I have on my wall, which is like my goals list from 2018 and a strategic plan that I had come up with for our finances. And, um, I, we leave 
and you know my daughter's she mentioned how she was like is this what the house is like when you first moved in and I was like yeah it was really empty and she just was quiet so we got in the car and we were heading back and I was like you know it's okay to be sad right because when things happen when you lose something that's dear to you whether it's an inanimate or animate object you need to grieve that right you need to go through that process and it's okay to go through that process um because transition is hard right and um when you're resisting transition it's especially hard and i love the statement that the board make that you know resistance is futile because it is once you're in a once you're in a place at your journey on your road on your path where it's time for you to transition you can resist it all you want but when it's time it will manifest itself however it's supposed to and the least you resist it the less painful it'll be for you the easier it'll be for you and the the more open you'll be to see the opportunities that are coming from whatever this loss is but i still believe that you need to grieve the loss right and one thing i noticed is that and i said to both our children um and my my husband was driving was that you know that house gave us something that nobody can ever take they gave, it gave us 12 years. It was a steward in our life. It witnessed our lives for 12 years and nobody can take that from us. Nobody can take that connection that we have to that home and what it meant for us. And it brought us joy and it brought us pain. And I thank it for all of that. Um, but it's time for us to let it go. And, you know, she was, she stayed quiet and we talked about some other things processes in life and friends and you know when it's time to let friends go in different seasons and chapters but it was this transition has really done something um I think for me that um and I hope for our children and even my husband because I've I've noticed him changing I've seen some potential turn into action and um that may not have happened without this process and we all had to go through the process right we all had to take the baton at some point and and run with it uh till our section of the of the race was over and then somebody else had to take the baton and i've seen all four of us kind of lead and follow as needed and it was very fluid um and there was there was arguments and there was you know time there was really difficult times especially between my husband and I um where one of us had to walk away to cool our head and then come back to the table but when it came to our kids we never there was there was never any uh angst or anger towards them it was all love and support and we continue that and so um, I'm really proud of us at this juncture because we could be downtrodden, we could be resentful, we could be angry, we could be um, like really berating ourselves um, and we're not. We, we can see the light and um, we are thankful for the fact that, you know, my in-laws have even ventured to take us in because I know a lot of families don't have that and they would have had to really figure it out and force their way in and financially it's just been really tough the, I, I didn't realize how much it costs to move oh my gosh <laughs> not only to move but you know you still have your bills that are regular that are consistent that you have to 
um, manage. And then you have to figure out from that, you know, the resources that are available, how do you maximize those resources to move in a way that uh, doesn't necessarily break the bank, so allows you to put food on the table and take care of what you have to take care of. And that, wow, like it took us two weeks. I mean, there was one or two days where we really, really went hot and heavy in, in the process, but the rest of it was over kind of a two week period where we would pack and go over and give us uh, you know, two days or whatever rest and then pack. And, and it was, it was a process. Um, and I, I caught myself once during the process saying, Oh God, I can't wait till this is over. And I was like, you know what? I've done that before. I've done that over and over again, where I just want to get through something and I'm not paying attention and I'm not being present and I'm not taking in all that I need to take in to be able to grieve and, you know, feel joy and feel pain. And I just, I wanted to be numb. And when I caught myself saying it, I was like, I don't want this to be over. What I'm asking is for the strength, the resilience, the toughness, you know, the character, the intestinal fortitude to make it through this part. And I know that if I make it through this part, I can make it through the next part and so forth and so on. And through that, you know, we, we had blessings. Like we had a young lady who worked at the U-Haul who, she was like sunshine. I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, you know, for a move under duress, <laughs> it was a nice ray of sunshine to have and interact with her. And talking to her, she just, she acknowledged that, you know, when people are doing this, when people are moving, it's not usually, even if you're moving from one home to another on a good note or a good vibe, the process, the energy that it takes is draining and for her to even see that before we got there she just made it just so much lighter and you know enjoyable and um things really worked out now yes that comes with hopefulness and optimism and belief and it comes with communicating and it comes with not letting your situation dictate how you relate to the rest of the world and that's a constant work right but it also took for her to see people go through it over and over again and then have a recognition in herself so that she was better positioned to support us when we got there and anybody else that walked in that door to be able to be supportive. And it's things like that, you know, having a friend who I just met gift a skip, you know, we were able to throw away and I have a video that I'll upload at some point. We were able to throw away, I'd say probably 80 75% of the stuff in the house because we were gifted this skip, right? Whereas in that time frame, we wouldn't have been able to get rid of all of what we needed to get rid of. You know, we had people who my husband sent out like a, a 911 emergency. We need help with packing and moving and folks came and they worked and they, they, they played. I mean, we fed them, we enjoyed, we played, but they made sure the work got done before they played. And it was just, a phenomenal experience. I mean, even as heavy as it was and how much work we did, you know, and even need to take a rest. It was like, all right, I need to rest for a day. I can get up tomorrow and I can go back at this. And my body actually did what I needed it to do. Um, in a, in a way where I wasn't broken down, like, you know, for we, none of us got sick and that's amazing. Um, because it was a really stressful situation, but we had the resources available to us and we believed we could do it. And we did. So that's what's been going on. Thanksgiving came. 
um, another situation where I had an expectation. And when I saw that my expectations weren't really going to be met because of all the other stuff that we had going on and realizing that, oh, my expectations may not have been realistic based upon our situation, I decided to accept and let go and let Thanksgiving be for us whatever it was going to be. And it ended up being one of the best Thanksgivings we had because there was no angst. There was only appreciation and love and warmth and generosity and you know, I, it's, it's, it's actually my favorite holiday because it get, it actually provides a day to be grateful and to break bread with those who you love, right. And to continue to build that bond. So I love Thanksgiving for that. I know a lot of people like Christmas, but for me, Thanksgiving is a bread breaking with those you love and care about, um, to set aside a day specifically for them and to be grateful for them, um, and to love on them, right. With food. Um, so that's, you know, what's been going on. Just wanted to hop on and let you know, I'm kind of going over time, but, um, this will be, I think, uh, this is November. So December, probably around until the 18th, I'll do maybe one or two more episodes before ending out the year in the season. And then, um, I'm going to be working on come a few projects in January, but I would like to, and we'll be keeping this going. I have a lot of content for this that I still want to share because again, I'm a nurse. Oh, and I'll have to talk about license renewal on the next one. Cause that was the process too. Um, but you know, there's some content that I want to continue to share January. And once I end in, um, December 18th, the season 2019, January, probably 18th to 20th, I'll pick back up again. Um, and would like to have some things in place where you can not just listen, but also get insight and, um, you know, start really hearing what, what you're, what you're interested in, what you want to hear, what you're, what you're gleaning from this. Um, and you know, so, uh, the middle of January is when I'll pick back up again, um, and have some things in place where you can, you know, get the blog or whatever. And so just kind of want to give you a heads up. There's a probably about three to four more episodes that'll come for this season. And then, as I said, we'll pick back up in January, 2020. As always, I appreciate your time in listening to um, me share. And hopefully I really hope that you're getting something out of this, um, that you keep coming back and, you can sign up for the newsletter to start in January. So it's not going to start right now, but you're more than welcome to re-listen. Um, the website is www.resourceinhealthcare.com. And there's at the bottom of the page, there's a newsletter sign up um, where you just input your email address. I'm not asking for your firstborn and your blood type or any of that. Um, and send out, you know, a welcome email to you. So that's www.resourceinhealthcare.com. All one word, no spaces. And, you know, if you ever have any questions, info at KB Calls, Kilo, Bravo, Cat, Alpha, Lima, Sam dot com. Uh, this is Kiana, your wonderful host. Thanks for your time. Had to catch up. Hope you're you enjoyed your holiday. If you're listening to this past the holidays, um, I wish you all the best. Have a great day and the rest of your week. Take care.